0: Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. NASCO conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime.
1: Hello, people. We're glad that you could join us again on another episode of the NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show. Of course, you already know that every time you listen to the show, you are about to learn something new and exciting as we bring you up to speed with all the things happening in our environment and as we also challenge you to go out and do something productive and worthwhile. Today's show is just about to begin, so make sure you stay tuned. My name is Fudum Gang. If you have just tuned in, this is the NASCAR Moments radio talk show, connecting audiences within and around the city of Joss. On today's show, we will be looking at the state of the environment. For some reason, we seem to have slipped a bit concerning our collective sense of responsibility to care for and safeguard our environment. In a sense, everyone ought to be an environmentalist, for we all benefit from nature in one way or the other. On today's program, our guest will be speaking not necessarily as an expert on the environment, rather he will be sharing his thoughts as a concerned citizen who strongly believes in the urgent mandate we have to reclaim and protect our environment as much as we can. Mr. Steve Abba, it's good to have you.
0: It's a pleasure to be with you here.
1: All right. You are a lawyer and former vice president of the Nigeria Bar Association. What else do you do when you're not practicing law?
0: That's what I do. I practice law all the time, apart from being a family man. Okay. Yeah, basically I do...
1: No other interests?
0: Apart from the basic hobbies one will have. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: All right. um, We had uh, the intention of discussing this subject much earlier than this, uh, but we couldn't since we've established that you are a lawyer and uh, you have an interest in environmental issues and you are also concerned about what happens to the environment tell us why we should also be concerned?
0: Uh, we should be concerned because um, the environment, if it is properly handled, sustains life. If it is not, it could be detrimental to health, to wealth, and to well-being generally. So the environment is an issue of concern, should be an issue of concern to everybody.
1: We are witnessing simultaneous population growth, building, road constructions, projects all over the city basically. It is somewhat inevitable that we now have increased air pollution from sand and rock rock dust from quarries. There is air pollution from exhaust fumes because we have more cars on the roads, noise pollution from generators and all that. In your opinion, is there a consciousness of the declining state of the environment Or is it the case that we really don't pay attention to these issues?
0: Uh, Speaking matter of fact, uh, I would say that uh, the consciousness is not there. Uh, People have over time um, adapted to the degrading nature of the environment and for them it seems like that is how things ought to be, which is the converse. Uh, People don't pay attention to the evil effects or negative consequences of degradation of the environment. And I think it's worrisome. So I think there should be a conscious effort like this you are making now to bring it up to the consciousness of people. Let them be aware of the effects, negative effects of uh, degradation of the environment.
1: Okay, so um, I wonder what more we can do to uh, bring it to people's consciousness, apart from talking about it on the radio. Is there anything else we can do?
0: Uh, largely, the role is that of uh, government or regulatory agencies. Uh, they have the duty to regulate it because man, by nature, is not inclined to doing most of those things that he ought to do. Especially when it is people don't take it as um, uh, it doesn't come natural to them. You know, people engage in very harmful practices that ne- impact the environment negatively. We don't necessarily contemplating the consequences. So, except it's regulated, you know, this attitude, this I don't care attitude will persist. Okay.
1: As a lawyer, I'm sure you know about environmental laws. Um, Are our environmental laws being enforced? Do you know of any case or any company or any manufacturer or even individuals who have been um, taken to court, charged for breaking these laws?
0: Being specific to Plateau State, uh, which is a case in point here, uh, I think our laws are generally deficient. We have the Plateau State Environmental Protection Act, uh, which this law was enacted in 2000. And if you go through the provisions of that law, it is very deficient in that uh, it addresses, it seems to address only issues of basic sanitation, you know. and restrictive to tenement buildings, residential buildings, uh, whereas there are other sources of environmental pollution and um, impact on the, the environment which are not addressed, principally which, is, which comes from the industrial or corporate bodies, you know, act- activities of industrial or corporate bodies. And I think, to my mind, that is the largest corporate. However, the laws as they are today like the state, are silent on that aspect, wow. and I think they, needs, they need to be reviewed. Okay.
1: I hope the relevant agencies are listening and I hope that they are certainly looking uh, to do something about that. A major tool to raise awareness of the effects of environmental pollution is the use of signs in the city. Um, Do you think that is an effective tool?
0: Very effective. Um, You had asked earlier, besides talking about it, what else you could do to contribute to this consciousness? Mm -hmm. My opinion is that um, sustained Public awareness is very important, you know, to bring it to people's consciousness. And one of the basic ways you can do that is have signages all over the place. And it happens in other climes. When you see signs telling you to keep the environment clean, to beware of uh, don't litter, to plant a tree, all that, it brings it to consciousness. So the more you talk about it, the more people are conscious of it, and with time it becomes a way of life. All around
1: them. That's correct. It it is. It remains in their consciousness. That's interesting. Um, We'll come back to talk some more about this. We're just taking a break for a commercial, and if you stay with us, we'll be back with the Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show.
0: Cube sugar is your favorite choice sweetener made from natural sugar cane. It is a sweet flavor and provides energy. It can be used in tea, coffee, pack, conflicts and a variety of beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken by anyone at any time of the day. Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and liquefies very fast. Nasco Cube Sugar, mmm, for that sweet taste. Nasco Cube Sugar, another quality product from Nasco.
1: Welcome back from the break. This is the Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show, and today we are focusing on the state of the environment. Our guest is Mr. Steve Abba, a lawyer and a citizen who is quite concerned about the state of the environment. In this segment, we would like to briefly make a comparison between Jos and Calabar, two cities which, in some ways, share certain similarities. Going by reports, one of the things that strikes you about the residents of Calabar is that the issue of hygiene is second nature to them, which goes a long way to complement the deliberate policies put in place by the government for effective waste management and refuse collection. Mr. Steve Abba, how does one build this kind of culture among the people?
0: It's about sustained awareness. Sustained awareness, ensuring that people make it a way of life, Uh, and the case in point, like Calabar, people there take pride in keeping the environment clean. Not just that, but ensuring that they observe the irreducible minimums that are required in ensuring that they have a friendly environment, that will sustain growth. And this has a, it has a multiplier effect because it also enhances the tourism potential of, this, of the city. So once people key into the project, I think uh, it is something that will, has an oral beneficial effect.
1: I think the key is to making people understand and actually key in, like you said, to what the government wants to achieve.
0: Yes. Uh, in taking the case of Calabar as a case study, uh, I know that the government has deliberately fashioned a policies to encourage people to keep the environment clean. The corporate... Um, Buddies are also involved. Individuals are encouraged to plant trees, plant grass, and then beautify the environment. In fact, periodically what they do is they, they call on citizens to give their homes and offices a fresh coat of paint. All that serves to beautify the environment, and everybody likes a beautiful environment. So, but largely, like I said, there must be a conscious effort, there must be deliberate policy that will sustain people's interest.
1: Still focusing on Calabar, it has been described recently as the cleanest city in the country. And to an extent, what Calabar is today in terms of its environmental appeal could be compared to what Joss was some 20 years ago. In your opinion, sir, what were some of the things that we had going for us that we've lost now?
0: I think we've simply lost focus um, and the interest has waned over time. Uh, You could attribute it to me probably pressure of um, uh, the cost of living, People, people's um, attention has moved on to what they think are more pressing needs. But I think they have entirely missed the point in so doing because uh, degrading the environment has a correlation directly with the standard of living. Uh, so I would say that um, practical instances whereby there was better enforcement of environmental sanitation laws uh, there appears to be a dereliction in that regard presently. You don't see the public health officers going around as they used to do, to check premises and ensure that there is compliance. Um, you find that um, there are inadequate, so to speak, uh, waste disposal facilities around. That's why you see the town is littered, uh, more or less, um, against what I think should be the standard norm. Uh, Added to that, uh, if you have observed, you notice that there has been a gradual disappearance of uh, green areas, what are the term green areas and parks and the rest of it, uh, because of encroachment of, you know, I think development. But I think for you to sustain what used to be there, there must be a direct, I mean, a deliberate policy from government to ensure that. You maintain that level of uh, sanitation and these are the things we've lost
1: okay um another similarity between joss and calabar is the fact that two two cities have women daily who take a few hours only in the morning to clean uh, the streets for minimal wages and uh, about 820 women are employed in calabar for this while 700 men are also hired to collect refuse from the bin so with a similar model adopted in joss what is your opinion um, to the challenge of sanitation is it do you think it's a budget problem or an attitudinal problem
0: I will attribute it to both it is both a budgetary problem as well as an attitudinal problem budgeting problem because um, employing people that we tend to the environment and to, uh, to the environment costs money I wouldn't know what the budget is but I think it's grossly insufficient mm-hmm. that is why you have insufficient facilities available to even evacuate the waste that has been assembled at particular dump sites. Uh, attitudinal because, like I said, sometimes you find this as well by, even once people are sweeping, you find people littering be dead, I mean, littering almost immediately after. Mm. So it's an attitudinal thing which okay. needs to be changed. Uh, yeah. You
1: talked about the loss of uh, green areas. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. It is still the NASCO Moment radio talk show. Stay with us. This you your shabby see the shine. And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now bright text white detergent to bright text detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And in the wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain And dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and so. No the top handle and it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I'm going to use to wash all my clothes now so that I'm going shine, shine and sing, scent and make Shakara like you so.
0: <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from Nasco. For
1: your brightest wash, Brightex.
0: Brightex, for the brightest wash.
1: advertising in the skies for people
0: like us and we see you in
1: to it's great to have you back and it's time now for the NASCO trivia last week we asked you to list two crops processed by nasco riceco which is the milling and processing division of nasco group Well, riceco processes a number of grains including rice maize and wheat we received a number of correct entries but we can only have one winner congratulations step chair timnan paul from fce punchin you have just won an assorted gift hamper courtesy of nasco call 0805 481 2947 to get information on how to receive your gift hamper. The number again is 0805 481 2947. Now here's the question for this week. Nasco recently received an award from the African Products Forum for which of its brands? A. Brightex, B. Conflicts, C. Biscuits. Send your answer to 0805 774 7777. NASCO recently received an award from the African Products Forum for which of its brands? A. Brightex. B. Cornflakes. C. Biscuits. Send your answer to 0805-774-7777. Remember that this is a text-only trivia, only text messages will be considered and include your name and address when you send your answer. This competition is not open to NASCO staff and relatives. So, this is the last segment of the show. And uh, just before the break, uh, our guest was talking about the loss of greenery in Joss. Trees and recreational parks have disappeared in significant parts of the city. So, I've also noticed that in the old part of Joss, Tafa Balewa, um, along um, the Ola Hospital, you know, there are, some, there are some gardens there that were built long time ago but in the new parts of Joss you don't even have any provision for that at all. So how important is it that we embark on the greening and beautification of open spaces and parks and so on?
0: The importance cannot be oversized, uh, chiefly because um, besides adding to the physical beauty of the environment, it enhances the tourism potential of the place. It um, sustains ecological balance, you know, and, um, and it augurs well for planning purposes. So I think it's, uh, it's, 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 it ought to be a deliberate policy of government that you design, as you design settlements, you ensure that you have green areas all around so that you can have an oral balance and take benefits of nature. Because when you deplete or degrade the environment, nature has a way of fighting back. And that is probably why you find an outbreak of so many avoidable ailments o- owing to hazardous uh, pollution.
1: So when you have um, developments going on without green areas and parks, are there any effects on yeah, the people?
0: It impacts on the... Because you need to sustain the ecological balance. You need the trees which take in uh, carbon dioxide and emit um, oxygen which we humans take. You know, so you need that balance for the environment to be sustained.
1: Um, Though an expensive venture, utilization of renewable energy is one sure way to protect the environment. Do you think we're ready for something like that?
0: We are capable. Readiness is a matter of willingness, if you ask me. But I think we're capable of doing it. And Lagos State, for instance, has blazed a trail in this aspect. They have a system in place, what they call the waste-to-wealth policy. And in conjunction with with, um, uh, private... Organizations, they have designed um, a program whereby they recycle waste, so that certain waste are, be- I mean, are channeled as raw materials into other finished products, and that also improves the economy. You know, so I think it's something that government needs to do deliberately. Once you create a policy and an enabling environment, people will key into it, and the multiplier effect is positive because it will create, generate employment. It will ensure that waste is minimized, and then it will minimize the degradation of the environment itself.
1: Some have said the city centre, um, as a whole, has not been given as much attention as it should. As it should, we have streets on Mandovalu Way that, you know, the major street in the city, and in the middle you have all this waste uh, on the street. As a citizen, how do you think we can permanently address this? More waste bins, more garbage trucks, stricter penalties, what exactly?
0: All those count. They're very important. But I think uh, it appears to me that the agencies charged with this responsibility, the government agencies are being overwhelmed. So one way government could come to the rescue is by ensuring a partnership with you know, private organizations or companies who could uh, engage in waste management and disposal. Because it's becoming really an embarrassment. You find filth overflowing the streets and blocking sometimes a whole lane yes. because they are not evacuated promptly. And I think it is a function of what we said earlier, uh, inadequate budgeting, which um, has not provided enough resources for them to take care of such things. So if government is overwhelmed, I think government can engage the private sector in this venture and they can do it for, for, for you know. For recompense.
1: Okay, and in closing, what do you think is a minimum, the basic, when you're talking about providing environmental sanitation services in a city?
0: Uh, I think first you must enact appropriate laws and enforce them strictly because people need to imbibe that culture. Then there must be continuous training and education on need to preserve the environment Uh, You must provide the facilities, waste bins, uh, uh, waste disposal trucks, and dump sites, designated dump sites. And then there must be intensive public awareness initiatives, you know, so that people can imbibe the culture, and even on their own, without prompting, get to do it like they do in Calabar today. And then there must be collaboration between the citizens and government, and then with corporate organizations. You know, and um, then there must be, you must, of course, because there are existing laws, even with their defects, corruption has set in. And you find out that um, the laws are applied in the breach owing to corruption factors. So it's a whole gamut uh, that you must bring together to ensure that you attain your desired objective. And that is, government must fashion up a deliberate policy and ensuring that they sustains the environment.
1: Okay government should be deliberate and uh, carry the citizens along. Thank you very much, Mr. Steve Abba. It's been wonderful having you and uh, hearing your insights on this subject on the program.
0: Thank you very much. The pleasure has been mine.
1: Okay. This is where we end today's show. Before we go, we'd like to bring you this important announcement. NASCO is currently running a special promo called the NASCO hashtag promo. All you have to do to participate is follow these two easy steps. First, Upload or tweet a picture of you, your family, friends enjoying a great moment in a unique location with any of our NASCO brands, either NASCO Cornflakes, NASCO Biscuits range or Brightex detergent to our Facebook page www.facebook.com slash NASCO group or on our Twitter page www.twitter.com slash NASCO group. The second step is leave a hashtag next to the image. For NASCO Conflicts, it's hashtag NASCO Conflicts Moments. For our Biscuit Range, it's hashtag Biscuit Moments. And lastly, for our Brightex detergent, the hashtag is hashtag Brightex detergent moments. Whoever posts the best image will win a Samsung S5 smartphone. First and second runners-up will win a BlackBerry Q10 and a BlackBerry Q5 respectively. Also, there will be consolation prizes given out to the next top 10 entries. Winners will be announced on the NASCO Moments platform. This competition will run throughout the month of February till the 30th of April. So you better join in. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO and was created by Unimark Limited, Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producers Harun Audu and Joshua Tongman. I am Hudun Giang. Have a lovely weekend.